When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Su. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from The Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard, live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Uh, every Monday moving forward throughout the football season, the great Michael Lombardi will join the program, longtime NFL executive. Host of the Lombardi Line weekdays, noon Eastern, weekends, 10 a.m. Eastern time. And also, you can catch his podcast called The GM Shuffle. Good morning, Michael. How are you today? I am great, guys. Hope you're well. And I uh, hope you handled the flood pretty well. I'm sure that uh, Derek and Mike handled that as good as anything. I couldn't believe that much rain in Vegas. Wow. I could never imagine a sports book having uh, the screens busted out because <laughs> of water either. Uh. That was wild, man. Unbelievable. Never seen that before yeah, in my life. No, no, never even imagined that could happen. So we, we found out this weekend, and it's the back and forth now between Kareem Hunt, Brown's management, uh, what the media is suggesting. He evidently asked for a trade, and the Browns immediately like put the kibosh on that, like, okay, that's great. We're not going to trade you. How do you think this transpires? You know, I think it's a bigger picture, right? So he's he's got one year left on his contract, and they need him badly, especially when Watson, whatever happens after six games, is it 12, is it 14, is it a year, does it stay at six? For them to win with Brissett or anyone else, they've got to run the football, and they need Hunt and his ability to run the ball plus catch balls out of the backfield. You know, they had three running backs last year that averaged over almost five yards a, catch, uh, five yards a, a rush. So this is a really talented run game, and they need him to be a part of it. But the bigger issue here is, is if he's not going to get extended, he's wondering, is it worth it for me to keep going 
where the club's got to ask themselves the question, do we trade him now to a team that will extend him and get a value for him higher than a compensatory pick? Or do we hold on to him? And I think these are the lot the conversations that are going around the league right now with a lot of players who are entering their final year of a contract. Look, you you brought it up. Let's say the suspensions. I don't know, ten, twelve games. What's he, what's the rust factor though? Because remember, he didn't play all of last year either yeah. for Watson. I, I mean, look, I wrote about it for Visa a, a month ago. Now, I, I think I would make the move for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he's just sitting there. You know, he's going to practice. I saw a video yesterday. Looks like he's healthy to me. I mean, he could come into Cleveland and run their offense. And think about this. If he comes to Cleveland and Watson gets suspended for 12 games a year, whatever it is, and he plays well, they're not going to re-sign him. But he's going to get a huge deal, especially if he wins games for the Browns. And you'll get a compensatory pick back for him. So, like, there's a no-lose situation here. And Brissett can stay the backup. Like, I just think you're risking the season with Brissett because we've watched Jacoby play in Indianapolis not effectively, watch him play in Miami not effectively. Great kid, great leader, all those things. But when he's had a chance to become a starter, that hasn't happened. Yeah. So what is the latest then on the 49ers side of this entire equation, the latest that you know as of right now with Jimmy G? Well, I think it's it's pretty clear they're holding on to him. I think they're, I don't say they're praying for an injury, but I think they're in the same situation that the Eagles were with Sam Bradford when they traded him to Minnesota and they got this boatload of uh, picks for him because Minnesota lost their quarter. I, I think that's kind of what they're waiting on. Somebody to get desperate. And it won't be Seattle. Like, I, And I also think they're holding off from Seattle. I mean, to me, there's only a few quarterback jobs opened up, right? And, yeah. and did you see the video of Daniel Jones in the in the scrimmage yep. this past yes. weekend? And it looked horrible. It's going to continue to be horrible. People say, well, Dayball will fix him. Let, let's be let's be honest here. Dayball's a really good coach, and I love Brian really a lot. But when Brian was in Miami, Kansas City, or, or Cleveland, when he didn't have Josh Allen, the offense didn't work as well. When he got Josh Allen, all of a sudden it became a whisper. Like, let's not put everything, let's not put it all on the coach here. The player has to be really good. So if I were in the New York Giants front office, I'd be trying to get Jimmy just to, to get us, uh, to be able to kind of get ourselves through the season. The problem is with the Giants is they have no cap room. I mean, their third highest paid player on the team is Adoree Jackson. Think about that for a moment. Mm. That's a good perspective right there. No kidding. Okay, so we saw some movement. The week one game now, fast forward past the preseason for a second, that opening an opening night matchup on Thursday night. The champs get the Bills. And so the Bills got as high as two and a half. In fact, where we're sitting right now, Circus Sports, they're still two and a half point favorites. A lot of that, I think, probably had to do with the reports coming out with uh, Matthew Stafford, the elbow tendonitis. Well, he, he talked in the media. We played the clip in the first hour. He sounded like, okay, everything's a lot better right now. McVay told the media that he could sleep better uh, this weekend. Do, what do you know about the Stafford situation as we speak? Well, I know tendonitis and I know elbows are never good, and they're always momentarily. You know, if he gets hit on it, I, I, I was part of, and I'm sensitive to this because of my career. You know, Kozar got hit when I was in Cleveland in Kansas City, mm-hmm. and his elbow kind of got dinged, and it wasn't bad. But then all of a sudden, it became worse than it really was from the season, and he, then he lost a lot of velocity. He never had a great arm, but he lost a little bit of his velocity, and once he did that, he really wasn't the same player ever again. So I think this is something to monitor. We had uh, a, a beat writer on from Los Angeles this past weekend, and we asked him about, are they going to try to go after someone else? He said, no, they love Wolford, so I think they're going to stay status quo, but it's got to be something that Sean's worried about, especially if he gets hit. 
and gets landed on it. And, and I think that's got to be his biggest concern. Now, it won't be in practice because, you know, they're not going to be physical in practice. They're going to do what they've done in the past, which is kind of get a lot of mental reps. Okay. Take us uh, as an NFL expert and a guy who's been in the league forever, and then as a father, what would you think in talking to your son about how things went in the first Raider game? Well, I, I think it was a pretty clear indication of where we are in 2022 in terms of the NFL. I think the Raiders were from the Patriot program, which they're going to put some pads on. They're going to have physical practices, and they're going to try to get through training camp with physicality. And I think we saw Jacksonville, who probably did nothing but walkthroughs. I think that my evaluation of the game was one team was physical, the other team wasn't. One team practiced with pads, the other team didn't. One team ran two-back runs, the other team never saw a two-back run in all of practice. So I think there was a huge disparity there. And, and that doesn't mean Jacksonville's not going to rally back up, but that means Jacksonville has taken the approach of, let's just get our team healthy. Let's just make sure we get through camp healthy. I don't think that's the wise way to go when you're a young team like Jacksonville, but that's what it looked like. The Raiders' pad level was way better. Their physicality was way better. They came off the ball with more intensity because they practiced that way. Yeah, they, it looked like they did, too, on top of everything else. So – I think a lot of people were surprised at the usage by Josh Jacobs in that first preseason game. And, of course, your son's the OC here, like we talked about. Uh, Reports came out this weekend, too. Well, rumors, I should say, about the team potentially exploring a Josh Jacobs trade. They don't want to re-up him on that rookie contract, obviously, beyond this. What do you think is going to happen with him there in the backfield? Well, I think Dave Ziegler, you know, is is really a smart general manager, and he understands that every player on anybody's roster who's entering the last year of his contract, and you're not going to re-sign him, has to be able to look at that situation closely in terms of, do is he more valuable this year? Should I just wait for the compensatory, or should I take a draft pick now? Let's take, for example, Damian Harris up in New England. They've got a lot of running backs in New England. He's entering his last year. Belichick has been known to trade a player entering the last year of his contract if he's not going to extend them. So there's always that situation, and I think it goes on throughout the league. I mean, one of the great trades Ron Wolf made in his career was when he traded Amon Green. He traded for Amon Green, who was in the last year of his contract in Seattle, for Fred Vinson, who was in the last year of his contract for Green Bay. Amon Green did a lot of good things up for Packers. So these are the kind of deep players that are all tradable. They're not going to be mm-hmm. traded. They're in a trade pool market that you have to weigh. Should I wait for the compensatory? I'm not going to sign him. Should I? Is he more valuable to the team? That's kind of the dilemma Ziggler's going through. What do you expect out of the Green Bay wide receivers this year? Well, I expect them to be good because the quarterback makes you – it's almost – uh, almost uh, other than Marquise Valles-Scanling. I mean, every receiver on the team had like a 70% catch percentage. I mean, Scanling was only at 50%. But this quarterback's so accurate, and he's got such precision to his throws. You know, unless you're not any good, you're, you, you're going to catch the ball. And he's going to put the area when you're covered. He's going to throw the ball to a spot where even if you're covered, you can catch it. Okay, so it's Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Michael Lombardi's our guest. His show is uh, weekdays at noon. Weekends at 10 a.m. and also the GM Shuffle is the name of his podcast. I caught a lot of your show yesterday. Can you tell our audience what you're hearing right now out of Colts camp with the new quarterback there, Matt Ryan? You know, I think this is the first time the Colts have really felt like they've got a true leader. They got their Tom Brady, if you will. They got a guy who's going to work hard, who's going to demand from the players, who's coming to practice every single day and trying to raise the level of intensity within the offensive team. 
That's really important. You know, that's the intangibles that we don't always equate to. We don't always value because we're just looking at the scoreboard for the results. But they're really high on Ryan to go along with their run game. And they feel like they finally have a leader behind their team that's going to enhance their value as they move forward the season. I think they're going to be a good team. I really do. I think the mm -hmm. changes they made defensively, even though Gus Bradley wasn't great last year at the Raiders, they've got to get better in the red zone. The Raiders were one of the worst red zone teams in football last year, but they'll get better. I think the John Fox hire to help that uh, in the red zone, that's what he specifically was hired for. So I like the Colts' chances. I really do. I think Ryan will play well for them. You're looking good, Michael. And by the way, big fan of the polo you have on, the Lombardi line polo. Looks great. i got to get some of these made. Somebody sent it to me. i I, I got to try to see if I can get us to, to make a few of those. For sure. Thank you. I, I, I'm trying to stay away from the, the fast food that you got, the tour you guys went on. That looks fabulous with the great Matt Humans. I, I mean, how does you do it? Blood tested after you got back from that trip. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. How, how, how does he do it, Michael? I, I have no idea. Yeah. He is modern day Oscar Madison. And I say that with all compliments towards him. You know, he could pull a tuna fish sandwich out of his pocket anytime, you know? <laughs> Remember, Oscar was the great sports writer for the New York Herald. I mean, this is really who Matt Humans is. He is perfect. Uh, I don't know if he has a Felix Unger in his life, but he certainly is Oscar. <laughs> great stuff. Love talking yeah. to you. We're going to do this every Monday throughout the football season. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah. you. Thank you. Good. All right. You Games are back. Full slate this weekend. Uh -huh. Excellent. I just, I, I, barring an injury, I just don't see how the Colts don't win the division. Yeah, yeah. You see I mean, him, you know, it's plus they're, one. They're a good football yeah. team. Plus one twenty to now minus one forty in that range to win the division. I, not a lot to like with Tennessee. Are you gonna? But are you okay? So, are you gonna be surprised if the Titans win nine games? Yes, you would be. Yes, I would. Oof, wow. Yep. Okay. Uh, up next, door number one or door number two? Which team would you rather have a future ticket on? Coming up next. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. College football guide is out. NFL guide coming up in a couple weeks. Expert profiles on every team. Trends, power ratings, win totals, player awards. Only way to get access to this year's football betting guides. Become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. Sign up early for the discounted rate. And you'll receive the college and pro football betting guides along with the full VEASAN access all the way through the Super Bowl or just $40 a month. See everything VEASAN has up your betting game. VEASAN.com. Slash subscribe. I will piggyback that and tell you that in today's VSIN newsletter, if you get that same spot, vsin.com slash subscribe, Adam Burke has uh, home field advantage values for all 131 teams this season. Beautiful. We will touch on that a little bit yep. more tomorrow, but uh, that's available today there. All right. Uh, something here called door number one or door number two. It's kind of self explanatory. Uh, for example, um, Paulie, in Major League Baseball, would you rather have a future ticket right now on the Mets or the Yankees? Oh, God, not even close. Mets, absolutely. Mets to win the World Series, yes. So the Mets are yep. door number one. You're going to say yes to that. Door number two, Yankees, you shut it down. No, I, I don't want the Yankees. Nope. Are we sure the Yankees will win their first series? They're going to win their division. Might be. Yeah, come on. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah. What's the best number you think you could find today in the Blue Jays to win the division? You think you can find a 50 to 1? Um, maybe a book fell asleep. I guess that's possible. I'm sure that there's at least one book out there sleeping at the. There's at so the much, wheel. so much to like. They just destroyed and dismantled the Braves. They're playing great ball. Like I said earlier, 15 straight series. They've won or tied. Going longest since 99. You're going to have to encounter and, and get through DeGrom and Scherzer, 
at least four times, if not more in a series. Mm-hmm. Bassett's good. You can't get a run. You can't get a base runner off Diaz. Showalter's a great manager. They can hit. And then you got the Yankees who don't have an ace. Now they have bullpen issues, and they're twenty-one and twenty-four in their last forty-five. They're freaking out now. Yankee fans and Mets fans are beating their chest. They're in a full-blown tailspin right now. Yeah. The Yankees. Bad yeah. weekend in St. Louis. I mean, come on. Look at what a way for Montas to start. Uh, and then you give up Montgomery, who shuts you down. Yeah. And then who else can he depend on with the pitchers? With, with I mean, call, I mean, Tyone, some of these guys. I mean, Nestor, may, maybe. I'm sure they can have moments, but, I mean, if they. Nestor uh, might run out of gas. Could. Yeah. Combs struggle, blowing saves. The thing with Cole is he could go out in a game one and give you seven strong and strike out 12. The next game he can give up six runs in the first two innings. Yeah. So he is Mr. Unreliable, in my opinion. I don't think he's great. I think he's good. I don't think he's great. There are too many other great pitchers in baseball. Right. And I know it's just ridiculous now the Dodgers with 75 and 33, and they're th- on a 33 and 8 run, but uh, an average in five and a half runs per game. But once if we get in the NLCS, I'm going to have DeGrom and Scherzer, and you're throwing Gonsolin, Anderson, Kershaw. I think much is, too much has been made of the struggles, but you know, because the Cardinals are responsible for most of it, but we know Kershaw's October history. Yeah. And then yeah. We, you know, what happens with Bueller and who Urias? Who, who still yeah. I have DeGrom and Scherzer. Yeah. I'm taking I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you. All right, game seven of the World Series. Who would you rather have on the mound? Door number one, Justin Verlander, door number two, oh. Max Scherzer. Max is what, thirty eight? Verlander's thirty nine? tough. Can Max Scherzer win the National League Cy Young? Or did he miss too many games? Now, he has much better odds than Diaz. This is really heating up with non-baseball people, even, about Diaz. I don't, I can't get there with Diaz. People chime in, yet media members not covering baseball yesterday saying that Diaz is the Cy Young winner right now in the NL. Or top two. He's I saw 125 Scherzer, to 1 as of last night. Wow. Scherzer has better odds. Gonsolin, Burns, Musgrove, even though he struggled. All a these guys of, have better odds. And I mean, it's, this is, it's, I mean, Paul, it's very difficult for a closer. to. We made that big deal about Hater earlier this year. Uh-huh. This yeah. guy only has only 26 saves. I mean, to me, if you're going to be in that discussion, and there's still a lot of time left, 50 games, but it's still, I, I'd like to, I think you'd be at like the 40 mark, like the, like the season he had in Seattle oh, when I, you had I know. a ticket on. I know, I'd five, 500 game, to one that right, year. Right. And he saved like 55 games. They uh-huh. won every game by one run that year. Now he's been untouchable since he May, is. but he also had a bad month yep. to start in April. So that's, I can't get there, but that's, uh, I, I, I pass. That's a t- I, I can't, you can't go wrong. You can't Between go wrong. Verlander with, and nah, Max? I don't think you can go wrong. No. What if that's the game seven that we get? Verlander against yeah. Scherzer. Be great. Come on. Got that. I have that ticket. 35 to 1, the exacta. 35 and 33 to 1. Mets Astros? Yeah. Is that right? That's down to like 15, 14. Now. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. Come on. You think the Yankees are beating the Astros? I don't like their chances. No. no. I don't think that's happening. No. Door number one. This is getting fun and interesting. Cease for Cy Young or door number two, Riley MVP. Just about the same odds now. Depends where you should well, take a look. I mean, now, this, he set the record. He broke the Grom's record. That's 13 starts in a row. One earned run or fewer. Yeah, and also he's challenging the Bob Gibson mark that he set, too, for the lowest DRA, like an 11-game stretch. Uh, I would say Cease is more alive right now, even though they have the same odds, or right around the same number. Because it's Verlander number one to win the Cy Young, which makes a lot of sense, right? And by the way, Verlander has two things going for him this year I want to point out. Yeah. We pointed out the age last week. I think voters are going to say 39 years old off the injury. That's a huge story. We'll give it to him. 
But also, don't forget, I think there's some remorse from a handful of years ago. There's, there's some regret. They gave the American League Cy Young to Rick Porcillo when he's with the Red Sox over Verlander, and people lost their damn minds, and I'd say rightfully so. I thought Verlander deserved Good. it that year, and they didn't give it to him. And they might have to make it make, like a makeup call for him. Although, you can't ignore what Cease is doing. No. No. But also, McClanahan had, what, one bad start, and now all of a sudden he's down to, like, plus $4? Yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't panic with that. It's not, it's not over. Certainly, you're looking at maybe 10 more starts left, something like that. He, uh-huh. it's, he's still in the mix. Yeah. Uh, door number one, Brewers to make the playoffs. Or door number two, the Tampa Bay Rays to make the playoffs. Okay. Let me see where I'm at here. Milwaukee, no plus 110. Uh, where's t- yeah. Yeah, Tampa? Where'd I put them now? I think you'd have to go... Gut reaction here says Brewers to still make the playoffs. Like it's not over with with this team. It's a bad oh, stretch it's... right now, baseball. But oh, look at Tampa's schedule. It's brutal. It's I think the most difficult left I in baseball. I, I I gave up on. I said I can't. But then again, it's like when who are the white? Are we get? Can the White Sox do anything? Are they going to put anything together here? I think the answer is no. Right. Okay. Four, so four then, months now of baseball. I, I I still I might have to go with the again what I said last week. It's the team that doesn't win the AL Central that sneaks in there, and that, maybe that's still Cleveland, which it didn't start out yeah. hot against Houston, but rallied to win the last two of that series and get a split. But I just I can't get there with the Rays schedule. It's too it's too tough. There's too many quality opponents. Oh, there it is. A dollar thirty-five. They're a dollar thirty-five. No, I, I go to make Brewers. the playoffs. I go Brewers. Uh, door number one, Paulie, win the lottery, or door number two, find your soulmate. <laughs> You've done one of the two. <laughs> Ask the ex about that one, right. Yeah. Uh, definitely door one. Now, did you see the... <laughs> definitely uh, door one. Yeah, get out of here with the soulmate. Did you see the... What the, the person I hit the lottery won- with my soulmate, so... Come on. Oh, you did? Okay. They, they had to pay $800 million. Oh, for the love of God, please tell me she's watching. She's not. $800 million in tax? The IRS took $800 million of that? The yeah. mega millions? Yeah. So what did the winner get oh, my then? My God. I didn't even know what it was. It was one point something billion. Okay. Now, did you know this? Because it was in the state of Illinois, you can remain anonymous. Evidently, in some states, you cannot remain anonymous if you hit the lottery. That's incredible. Oh my God! What Who? would you do? Oh, that's it. The, the number. You walk is... out here and hit mega bucks right here at Circle. Would you help out Mike and Derek and say, "Okay, I'll put my name out there for the publicity. I do them a solid." Or would you say, "No, I don't want it." Okay, I'll take it. Well, as I said, they're they're amazing, but I, I can't do that. Here's know. what I do: I change my okay. phone number right. within the hour. Good move. And I like what you said. This is what we did. Break. The first thing we did when she won uh, the well, seventeen million, and then after taxes, we uh, we got her off social media. Great move. Because people were chirping, and she wanted to be anonymous, and she was. People chirping, couldn't happen to a better person, all this, and then somebody, and then the guy started, and, and then this guy was, a, oh, she said she was going to uh, get me a car if she, when okay. she won. It, oh, no, terrific, no, yeah. She said take care of people at work. No car, no car. So then the guy's tweeting at me. I had to block him and all this other stuff, and on and on and on. Oh, so we got God. removed her out of there, and I still can't get over. She was a cocktail waitress. I still can't get over the manager, food and beverage guy at the casino, upset she didn't put her notice in. I mean, it's still, it's like... Amazing. It's like, Amazing. No, th- th- that's right. I mean, I know yeah. I dazzle people with my Twitter account. That's deleted in within yeah. two hours. Yeah. Gone. See you later. The phone number is automatically yeah. changed. Yeah. You don't know me anymore, right? Uh, I'm completely incognito. You're not going to hear from me ever again. Still, You still get rid of the Twitter. 
Just to maybe disable the, the, the oh, maybe DMs. maybe disable it, whatever. Okay, yeah. Fine, yeah. Oh, the DMs are going to be gone, bye-bye. Be like Dan Bilzeri. Be living like that. Live that lifestyle. Yes, right. You could be doing that. You answer to nobody <laughs> at that point. Yeah. I don't want people reaching out to me. Hey, you said this. You're going to, no, I don't need any of that yeah. crap. Do you? Yeah, get out of here with the door number two. People change. Ready? Remember, only 15% of marriages are successful. Congratulations. How many? Your 15% are 15% successful. 15% is 15. the number now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's been that way. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was. Okay. 54. How many end in divorce? That's the number, I think. Is it? 55 end in divorce, and then 30% they stay together because of money or kids. You're, you did it. You made it. 10 years. You're part of the 15%. Good for you. What a rock. But Carl made you a dog the last two years? 18 months. Yeah. 18 months. Okay. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. Calling all baseball fans. This week's Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home for same game parlays. Get all the pro baseball games at Bet Rivers. Create your ideal same game parlay of over three legs. Receive up to three 50% profit boost. 50% profit boost when you place qualifying same game parlay wagers this week only. Head over to betrivers.com or download the Sportsbook app for more details. Here we go. Okay, so some reaction we're getting to Edwin Diaz to win the National League Cy Young. Again, this narrative is now taking off. I saw non-baseball media saying, yeah, he's going to have to be the guy or he's number two right now. First of all, and, uh, what? it would be a huge slap in the face of Sandy Alcantara if he keeps this up and he doesn't win the side yet. Oh, come on. That's the thing. I mean, it's like, okay, you're going to run down the Diaz numbers in a second. But this guy has had two bad starts the whole year. But yes, correct. And one of them against the Mets wasn't his fault because they botched a routine double right, play. Right. So that, I mean, that's it. He's got a 1-8 on a team that can't hit. It'd be a damn shame. Yeah, he, he, can, he gets it. no run support now, and he gobbles up innings better than no. anybody. So uh, we, I disagree. You know, we got into it with Dustin. I think saves are important if you're talking about a closer winning the Cy Young. I think it's not the be all end all, mm-hmm. but certainly I need to have like a. Remember the year the Thigpen had or Gagne, well, something again, like this. The it's, one that he the, had in the, Seattle years right. ago. Because every game was one run. Right. And he had like 50. But I think this is a good counter to that. Again, from uh, Ian on Twitter. Diaz still has 90-plus percent of the Mets saves. You cannot penalize him for the lack of opportunities. That's fair. Just because they're not winning a zillion one, two, or three-run games doesn't mean that, oh, look. Okay, well, it's August, and he had a horrible April. I know he's been unbelievable since Uh, May and not giving anything up. Well, it's it's a long season, and if he he finishes like this, uh, and this is from Tom, Diaz has a great chance to win the Cy Young, his words. Um, The Mets really have no bridge they don't have that guy to get him the ball in the ninth. Show Walter's going to bring him in in the eighth. In fact, he did that on Saturday. That was huge. Uh, two, he, he had a two-inning save against the Braves in that series. And that was when the Braves were sending three, four, five up to the plate in the eighth inning. Well, you know what this feels like? A little Marcus Smart part two. What this feels like. He was 100 to 1. You can get Diaz 100 to 1, 80 to 1. Yeah. He's 50 to 1, as low as 50 to 1 here at once. So I mean, there's so many guys that are ahead of him. I mean, you look at look at the graphic here too. Rodon's ahead of him. Musgrove's ahead of him. Wheeler. I mean, even even uh, I even saw a so fifth. Okay, fifty. I I see Scherzer twenty eight to one. I would think Scherzer has a better chance. I, but here's the thing again: if you break it down, he's not. Does he have enough starts? 
I know Burns only went like 170 innings question. last year. Fair question. But if, if Scherzer only goes 23, 24 starts by the math, I, I will he, how much is he going to get dinged? Because his other numbers are awesome, but I just I don't know if he's going to have the workload there. And I know I will say this about Diaz. Um, when did you bet Ray last year? July? Uh, June June 29th, I think, at 250 oh, okay. to one. Wow, that's okay. But that's because nobody was nobody was attention. taking a stranglehold of the award. I wasn't buying the yeah, Garrett right, Cole right, nonsense. Right. I mean, Sandy Sandy's over two dollars. He should yeah. be. But but I would say this about Diaz again. It look, I need to preface it by saying it's very difficult for a closer to win the Cy Young. We all know that at this point. Having said that, I don't think the list of guys in front of him should be this, this long. You rattled off everybody. And look, yeah. if you're watching the show, Burns, Freed, Rodon, Musgrove, Wheeler, Gonsolin, Scherzer, they're all having really nice seasons. I think Diaz needs to be in the mix. Well, I, think D- I, I, think- I can't believe how people are talking about him. And then you look at the odds. Yeah. You think he's he's 100 to 1 at one book. Yeah, yeah. Right they're now. Hi- higher than that as of last night. Uh-huh. I mean, fun discussion. I, I w- here's the thing uh, as well. I wish closers had a better opportunity than what they currently do, just to be in the mix. Not necessarily the year, folks. The year that he saved like 55 games, and they were winning. It was so paramount to their success because every game came down to a a one run spot. Right? Was he even considered? He was barely even considered right. for the award. I, I remember. Yeah, was, but this is New York, though. That, that was Seattle, and, and that's a big thing. There you go. So now, I. And re- you also need you need. A good entrance music. And oh, he's got it. Oh, he's got that. Got that, yeah. Sandman with uh, R- Riviera. Yeah. Rivera, Rivera excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Hoffman had Hell's Bells. You need Ooh, that good, right? that was a good one. need that. Yep. And he got that coming in with the trumpets. That's good. Get you fired up. It's good music. Yeah. One more thing, too, on New York, because we were talking about it. <laughs> when the money hits the account with the direct deposit, every two weeks it's a gun and a ski mask job with Cashman. Can he make a, any good moves? And it goes back. It goes back to the Jeter special that they're running. Poor four. Draft these guys, build them up, farm system, turn into a dynasty. Then it became, oh, we'll just throw money at the problem. You know, we'll, we'll go get Giambi. We'll we'll go get a Rod. We'll sign this guy, Randy Johnson, Kevin Brown. Yep. Go get a Rabu. It was ridiculous what they were doing. Go sign this guy, Pavano. I mean, like, what sure. are you doing? And then and now it's like, okay, well, here's Cole with all this money. Oh, he hasn't worked out. Oh, we trade from, oh, we couldn't get Castillo. We don't get Rodon. I mean, what, Cashman has been a disaster. He's been there for how long now? He's a big reason why it's 2009 with the drought, oh, as far uh, as I'm concerned. He's been there since, like, what, 98? Some Is of these moves are scratch your head. Okay, so it's coming yeah. up on a quarter century right now. I'll tell you this. Matt Eumann is going to be on the show tomorrow. He's a Yankees fan. He could rant for a half an hour on Brian Cashman. How does he's basically had a lifetime contract still with the there, team? Still there, I know. How? Yeah, with that drought, they change managers. You know, Girardi was there for a long time, but it's like, I mean, to pull up a stanza here, you're the New York Yankees. Yep. We're talking Unacceptable. about unacceptable with that drought. Yeah, it really is. Um, some NFL here. What do you think is going to happen with Garoppolo? I mean, should the Browns actually make this a consideration? You know, I, certainly uh, uh, releasing him is in play too. That's definitely in play. But you know what Lombardi said about you're waiting for an injury. I I I would have uh, made the move if I was Cleveland. But you, you see the odds were Seattle's the favorite, and now it appears Locke has moved ahead of Geno Smith, at least what's happened in the last week in Seattle. I I, I don't uh Mike Florio talked about Miami. That could be the landing spot. Or it could be you know just uh, that puts more pressure on Tua. Well, that seems like a but that a, a reach to me. Why? 
Are we I, sure? I don't, to... I, don't, I don't think the Dolphins would want to do that. You're exactly right. Because of the pressure on him, then? Yes, he okay. does. He doesn't well, need that. I don't know if that kid can handle it. All right. I don't think Houston's a good fit. Oh, I think it's uh, a waste because that, I, I thought... want to see if Davis Mills is good. All right. And I the... thought I thought the Browns would would make the most sense, but uh, I guess not. I would have I would have pulled the trigger. I would have done it. How about the Giants? Yeah. I mean, I Michael Lombardi brought up the video. I saw the videos bad. of Daniel Jones. Yeah, it was bad. It, it, didn't, it wasn't pretty. Well, that's another thing. What do you do with some of these reports? I mean, what do you, it's like Wilson struggling. Uh, Mac Jones at times struggling. Uh, Wentz has been a disaster. That's yeah. no surprise. But what do you, what do you, what's important? What's not? What's, yeah, right. you know, with some of the stuff coming out of camp so far. Right. And here's your list of uh, first coach fired. This is uh, globally speaking. Matt Rule now down all the way to 3-1 to one at Carolina. And that that's very easy to kind of predict and see a path there for him. Well, especially if the I mean, well, he's, he he doesn't know who the quarterback's going to be. He'll know more after the Patriots game, and that's just it's a terrible look if Mayfield can't beat out Sam Darnold. This is very important, as we found out last year, with the markets and how it's worded. Is it first coach to leave, or resign? Um, excuse me, or uh, fired? Fired. Because you saw what happened with Gruden, right? Uh, as he beat Urban Meyer to the punch. But this is as fired. I cannot believe McCarthy's the second choice. No, he shouldn't be. He's never fired a guy in the midseason. No, no. I would not during bet the season, either. rather. Yeah, I would so not I bet that, right. He's not going to. Um, I would not bet Pete Carroll either at six to one. No. I mean, what would happen? Look at Reich at seven. Come on. I know it was bad how you lost to the Indy, but you already got rid of the fall guy. The fall guy was Wentz. What, what would the, they'd have to be like two and eight? I think or two. That's uh, what would their start have to be? In that division, really, for really Ursay to say sorry, you're out. Yeah, I don't. I can't get there. I don't either. see that happening. Uh, Rivera eight to one. I could see happening. Yeah. Strange owner, bad team on paper going in. Could be a long year. Wentz is struggling. I could get. Yeah, I'll give you one. At twelve to one. Vrabel? No. Kingsbury? Yes. Oh. Cliff Kingsbury with Arizona, because I, I, I that's yeah. a team where I could see it going absolutely sideways. Uh, for the Cardinals this year. All the Kyler Murray nonsense. Hopkins suspended for six games. Maybe they come back to the pack a little bit uh, this year. Not a playoff team. And uh, that could be, all right, see you you later, pal. It's been fun. And as far as I'm concerned, once you get get past Kingsbury, I think it's all ridiculous. You know, Tomlin, Shanahan, Belichick, Bowles. And then I think they're all, it just, come on, it's not going to happen. It's all... First year coaches, first or, guys, year coaches right, yeah. or yeah, or Andy Reid or McVay, and then like Belichick's not getting fired. Yeah. Although the one guy I would look at though would be Staley at sixty six to one. I may, you can make if a case if, yeah. it, if you, it's ever if it's week in week out about what are you doing? Yep. If you just did this, they win stuff again. That happened last year. Well, if it's if it's you know a continuation of where it's fourth down every single time it doesn't work out, he's losing the coin flips, right? And they start off two and seven, and it's like, hey man, he made a he he's so stubborn. Right. It's like, yeah, we can't well, do this anymore. It's the other, but that's well, part of the handicap last year though too was also if you lose the locker room. What if there someone has an off the field incident again? We, we I and mean, that's who you can't be, do. Who can predict that? I loved Urban Meyer, even though he was a first year coach right. last year. Just all the reports, bringing in Tebow, what you heard, people didn't couldn't stand him. And then again, it was it, it came down to how it was worded because he was the first coach fired, but he wasn't the first coach to leave. That was Gruden. That came out of absolutely yeah. nowhere. So we will recap the betting weekend and what took place. Some big dogs with win, some, lose, some coming up next.
Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. All right, Premier League was backed and some big tickets cashed. Brighton 4-1, to won at Old Trafford for the first time ever. Beat them 2-1. Nigel's didn't like that team, didn't like the yep. manager. Bad start for Man U. Leicester, Brentford, draw, plus 275. 
Brentford scored late. Liverpool, Fulham, draw. 5-1. Klopp was disgusted at the club's performance in that one. Bournemouth, 3-1. They beat Aston Villa. Friday, Angels plus 170. Beat the Mariners. Saturday, the Tigers plus 220. Uh, the Reds twice, plus 155 in Milwaukee. And yesterday, plus 240 as they win. Saturday, home teams 13-4. and four. And also the Orioles, second best record in the American League since June 12th. What a story that is. That is fun. I want to get the remaining SOS here in a second. That's tough. Yeah. 15 left against the, the Blue Jays alone. UFC. Every single fight ended with a finish. Either knockout or sub. Kill. Round four. 12 to 1. Neal to win in round three. 12 to 1. Luque knocked out for the first time. Usman. Knockout plus 550 to win in round two. 10 to 1. Miller by knockout. 19 to 1 to win in round three. 16 to 1. Battle by knockout. 10. I think that was 40 seconds in. Uh, some places offer that. Like, I think points bet used to have. They still do. At what, what point that, the round is going like, to end? No, with a fight end like a minute in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Round one, 7 to 1. McKenna by sub, 5 to 1. Silva by submission, plus 750. And to win in round one. Plus 750. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com. Our radio and podcast friends always want to see these videos. See the tweets. This is back-to-back dog imitating the owner with the broken foot. Look at this. Guy comes in, opens the door, hop along Cassidy. Here you come. And the guy sees it. I see what you're doing. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. I still love it. We did it about a year ago. The story where the, the owner took the dog into the vet. He goes, I can't figure it out. It's the damnedest thing. Yeah. He won't walk. He was imitating the owner. Nothing wrong with him. Took him in. He's fine. And Here's the other one else. hopping along, too, being like his owner. Because he's got the broken foot jump, uh, hopping along and the, and the owner uh, dog doing the same thing. Now you're a badass. You're a big kid, right? That's a big dog, but it needs the Winnie the Pooh toy when he goes on his walks as he's got it stop like How good is that? Huh? Well, my dog, when Dexter, uh, when, De- when um, Jordan was a puppy, he would always play with the toys. And I know he, he gets into it a little bit now, but not like he used to. Sure, yeah. Do you, you have a, a friend or someone who the dog always needs the toy no matter where they go? They like no, I don't sleep actually. with it or No, they still play walk. with it once in a while, but you're right. Nothing That's like, unique, I would think. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. Needs the toy even with on the no. walk. That's awesome. Excellent. Uh, lose some. One lose some before we get to the videos. The Pirates have lost 14 in a row on Fridays. <laughs> How kooky is that, huh? Yeah. It's been like I'd April. Say. Their last win on a Friday was April. Yeah, that's nuts. And the rhino video. This is good. Just running down the street, going through a stroll in the morning. The dog freaks out, alerts everybody. Now people come off the porch like, what the hell is going on here? Right? And then, I don't even know if it's real. It's a little peculiar at the end here, right? Just when you look at it. The body, the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, even if they can pull that off, well done. Isn't that something? <laughs> right. Of all things. Well, here's 5,000 pounds coming at you. Uh-huh. Whatever they yeah, weigh. That is awesome. And uh guy out hanging out on the weekend, enjoying the weather, catching some waves, a little sandwich. Then the hawk has other ideas. Yeah, yeah, give yeah. me that. Come on. I'm yeah, hungry. Right. Yeah, there you go. That's it. Here, go get another one. Incredible. Nothing you can do. No, I mean, what do you... Yeah, you get sense them coming? No, no way. Just swoops in. you grab it out of midair? Takes it down, right? Not grabbing yep. my sandwich, pal. Oh, several people sent this one in. I am officially freaked out. Oh, Where is this? God. The Philippines, guys? I can't even look at That's it. That's a five-foot bat in the Philippines. 
I want no part of them. Bats, snakes, I stay the hell away. Uh, I don't. I don't think bats will are, are are will hurt you. Will they? I don't think they'll. Are they are they relatively harmless? I mean, if they bite you. That's one thing, but they, I don't think they will go after you. No, I think for them. I think for the most part, they stay away. Well, okay. But regardless, uh, looking at that thing in person, could you imagine your reaction? Oh, my God. I mean, that, that is the would... freakiest thing I've seen in a while. I can't, I can't imagine. The size of that thing. Paul, how many other things on the planet would just get, like freak you out more than that thing? Yeah. That's like number one. I, was, I, I, encourage, I encourage everyone to do this for good tourist spot. The secret, Siegfried and Roy's Secret Garden at the Mirage. Uh, I was there about a year ago. Yeah, I, I didn't have any problem. Now I know there's glass there, and I'm okay. But going up to the fence and seeing the white tigers and everything, and the cougar, or the uh, uh, leopards and whatnot, lions. But this, I, 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 I run, run away. Oh, I, I leave. You mean, Snake I, too. I change my flight. Right. I'm leaving immediately. Yeah. See that video of those kids rescuing the dog with the snake? Oh yeah. How yeah. good was that? Very good. Uh, and one bad beat. Sheffield United, Millwall from the Championship League. The total was two and a half. Two nil, 22nd minute. Bupkis the rest of the way. Win some, lose some presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250MATCH. Learn more. BetRivers.com. Okay, I want to give you the remaining schedules for two teams in the American League right now. We talked about both of them and their odds to make the playoffs as of right now, yeah. uh, I'll begin with the Rays. Second most difficult schedule remaining in Major League Baseball there behind you go. the Marlins, right? Why I ruled them out last week. Yeah. The Rays have nine each against the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox. And the Red Sox are not great, but that's 27 games left. They have six oh. against Houston. Oh. Three against Baltimore and Cleveland, and two against Milwaukee. Now, you go down a little bit to see the Orioles the sixth hardest remaining schedule in baseball. Again, for what it's worth, they have 11 yet against the Red Sox. Okay. Beyond that, they have 15 against the Blue Jays. They have seven against the Strohs and three each against the Yankees, Rays, Guardians, and White Sox. They're plus 650 this morning to make the playoffs. I have not, I looked at them at 20 to one. I looked at them like 12 to one. I'm like, I I just can't do it. And I'm certainly not going to pull the trigger on plus 650 this morning either. I think they're bet, yeah, they're nine to one to get the final wild card. I would love to see it. Yeah. It's an amazing story, but yeah. man, oh man, that yeah. schedule, no, oh boy, I know. I know. Uh, things have changed in the last week. Whew. Philly's now minus 340 to make the playoffs. My God, Milwaukee, no plus 110. How oh, that is flipped. The Philly schedule moving forward, nine against the Marlins, seven against the Nationals, seven against the Reds. And I'll give you Milwaukee. Okay. Can you believe the Nats? Wait, wait, nine and... What, with how bad they are? Nine and 42 in the division? Oh, well, I, we, that's, what's, the, what's more impressive, that or the Dodgers are 19 and one at home in the division? I actually think that. And the one, and the one loss, Kimbrel Blue in the ninth. That's tough to oh, do, because yeah. e- even when you're really good, that's tough to do. You can be really, really bad and lose a zillion games, obviously. Uh, Milwaukee schedule, the easy part. They have seven against Arizona and the Reds, although that was not easy this weekend. No. Six against the Cubs, three against the Pirates, and four against the Marlins. The Brewers have the Dodgers seven times yet. Oh, boy. And the Cardinals seven times. Yeah. They get three with the Yankees, three with the Mets, two with the Rays. Where are we at now? With uh, St. Louis has got, what, 20 left still? Cubs, Reds, Pirates? They have the second easiest schedule in there baseball. There you go. There you go. 
nine uh, Pirates, yeah. eight Reds, eight Cubs, six Rockies, four Nationals, three Diamondbacks. A yeah. dollar sixty-five to win the division. Wow! Missed the playoffs is plus three sixty now. God, this is great. You know, Mike. I'd, I'd have to say. I'd have to say right now, Rays and Brewers out. Not going to get there. I don't know who the final team is going to be in the American League, but that well, that's the other one, Seattle. Now, well, change, so hold on. But the it, Seattle schedule's so easy. I don't have the standings right. exactly. The Brewers to make the final wild card spot. That, that was eight to one last week. Now it's, it's three. Three, but that that right. can still happen, though. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. They're uh, they're a game and a half out. Okay, so that's that that's definitely live. But again, Pod, not, Padres are the same number. Padres went from. Padres went from seven to one to three to one in five days. I will say nothing comes easy for this Brewers team. Nothing. No. Look at this weekend. Again, that number was. I but know it's hey, Corbin yeah. Burns yesterday. Mm-hmm. The, the, the lineup. Getting rid of Hater. Yep. The combination of all this. Oh, it's not pretty right now. And the for all things, the Cardinals and to sweep the Yankees over the weekend. Massive. And Wainwright had nothing yesterday. I know. Frankie. Frankie was terrible. Uh, the Cardinals good against lefties. Yeah. You know? Yep. So that that makes a lot of sense. All right. It is Follow the Money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Up next, the final hour of today's program, NFL Heavy. Mike Florio is going to join us. Pro Football Talk coming up in about 35 minutes from right now. We'll ask him if he had to make a bet on the Watson suspension today. How many games would he bet on? And uh, Adam Chernoff going to join the program for a half an hour before that. The news you need to know for the NFL preseason and bets that he has made. Some of these numbers have moved, but he'll tell you the rationale behind it as well. All coming up here and follow the money. It's VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. Carl. Sir. Ever since he was a little boy, Carl dreamed of being baseball's greatest outfielder. There was only one problem. <laughs> Carl, you can play to win with betrivers.com, featuring award-winning customer service in the evening customer service in the evening customer service in the evening customer service. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. 
And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.